<laughs> Merry Christmas. Camp Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Go along, Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. This show we like to call hashtag smack my picks up. My name is Proteus. I will be with you hosting all night. I have fighting for with me. We are going to do our picks for hashtag UFC fight night 165, also known as short notice Edgar versus a Korean zombie. Uh, also, also, also known as UFC on ESPN plus 23. Jesus, we've done 23 of these already, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, will take place on December 21st, 2019 in the Zajic Arena in Busan, South Korea. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. I got Bravo. it that time. Knocked it out the park. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and throw to the... I am also funny. here joined by the Fighting Four, so let's go ahead and bring in Pam from North Carolina. North Carolina, not to be confused with South Carolina. What's up, or everybody? South Korea. Yeah, right, that too. <laughs> What's up, people? Hey, you you spent the uh, last weekend in Vegas at USC I am 245. So How was it? I am I'm ex- I am so tired. I'm exhausted. Um, but I did get to meet Israel Adesanya. Oh, I saw that. How was it? And my picture came out blurry. But, man, what a super-duper nice guy. Can I say super-duper and not sound cheesy? What a nice guy. Oh, my gosh. So nice. Oh, he was just so nice. And he is really handsome. And he's gigantic, too. Did he smell nice, too? Well, I don't know, but I just noticed his skin. He has skin like a baby. Like... Oh, he's just got the nicest skin, but he was just super nice, and I didn't realize how freaking huge he is, like super gigantic. Well, everybody's like a giant. Than you. Well, well, yeah, but he was huge, and I, I didn't. Um, I guess because I, I don't know, he looks like he would be smaller, but uh, he's all gigantosaurus. He's a gigantosaurus rex if he was a dinosaur. But um, all right, Pam. Cool. So the real hand. question is. You got the same gentleman to sing a song to you. Oh, yeah. And pretty much in the same place. Let's tell us about yep. that real quick. Yep. So last year we were walking, uh, getting ready to walk over to New York, New York, and there was this guy with a street, um, what is, not, not a vendor, a performer, and he had a little can and, or a little cup, and he was asking for money. He was like, Hey, I will shut the fuck up if you put a buck in my cup. And so he, <laughs> right on the spot, made up a song for me, and I posted it. And um, yeah. so this year, we, um, we were walking, and I heard him. Which before I even saw him, I heard him. Come on. And um, he remembered me. So he made up another song for me, and he serenaded me. 
What's not fun. to remember? I mean, seriously. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, before we move into in 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 bring in the DJ with the the mostest. Uh, that doesn't rhyme mm-hmm. at all. My apologies. Uh, I just want to make sure that we all we we know what we're going to do tonight. We're going to do the main event, the co-main event uh, for UFC Fight Night 165, uh, which will mm-hmm. of course take place on Saturday this week. We're also going to do uh, cover Bellator 236, which will also take place on December 21st on the Zone. Uh, uh, that's uh, McFarlane versus uh, Kate Johnson. Um, I'm not really interested, ladies and gentlemen, in Bellator 235. Josh Barnett is um, headlining that card, and of course, they're both from Honolulu, Honolulu Hawaii. Uh, Bellator going ahead, DJ Tony, and, and putting two events on uh, one weekend from the same place. Uh, let's go ahead and cue your music. It's Tony time, bitches. Let's talk some MMA, Marco. But you know, when you look like Pam, all things come to you. <laughs> I got some cool pictures with Clay Guida too. He's always fun. I saw them too. Yeah, I saw oh them too. Goodness. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. To the featherweight division, we go. Uh, Frankie Edgar, uh, old man Edgar, as we like to call him on some other shows. Um, DJ Tony, you've got him in a plus with 160 right now versus uh, Chang Sung Jung. Of course, we know him as the Korean Zombie at a minus 185. Let's give you the updated odds right now, Marco, before we get into it. Um, Chang Sung Jung, the Korean Zombie, is at a minus 170. Of course, as I mentioned at the top, Marco, Frankie Edgar going ahead and filling in uh, on short notice uh, in South Korea. Uh, at a plus 150. What you got, brother? Oh, man. Okay, name value-wise, it's not even better fight than the Ortega zombie fight. Nothing against Ortega. I mean, Ortega is a, is a big name on his own, and I was excited for that fight. But, you know, to, to quote-unquote say the profile of this fight, the last fight of the UFC of the decade, Frank Edgar is a good replacement. Frank Edgar is a good replacement. I still don't like the decision. I was looking forward to seeing a bantamweight against Cody Sanhagen. <laughs> and this short notice thing, I know he offered his, his services. He volunteered for this. Nobody called him. He was the one that said, hey, Dana, I want this guy. Yeah. I still don't like it. Uh, look, he's going into hostile territory, and uh, I don't think that bothers uh uh, what is that noise in the background? Well, I don't think that bothers, Yeah, I can hear uh, it too. The Korean Let's song. Just keep going. Uh, look, ever since uh, the Korean song came back from his military service, he's been looking really good, man. And uh, despite the loss to freaking uh, Jair Rodriguez, everybody knows that the Korean song was on his way to win the fight before the elbow 
that they came from heaven. That was the, yeah, the Hail Marys minute. of all Hail Marys, you know. With one second leg, he gets that elbow. And, uh, you know, besides that, the Korean soldier was winning the fight, like, from left to right. Uh, I like the Korean champion of this fight, man. Uh, okay. He, the way he has been looking, he's, he's sitting more of his punching, he's finishing people. You know he's super tall, so you're going to have to drag him with a mat truck to get him out of there. He is really good on the ground, so he won't get overwhelmed by Frankie's wrestling. Uh, and I just, they, they, I don't like the short notice of it. Uh, Frankie should have focused on Cody Sanhagen. You're not going to finish Frankie. You're not going to finish the zombie. It's going to be a slobber knocker. Slobber knocker. They're, they're both going to end up in the hospital because that is what happened on the zombie fights. People get, go to the hospital. You know, Frankie is going to break his nose again and he's going to bleed. But yeah. I, I like I like the zombie on the points just because of the home field advantage. In a super, super close fight, give me a, a split decision, 48-47, 47-48, 48-47 for the zombie. Okay, no problem. We got you down on, for that one. Uh, Pammy, let's go ahead and throw to you. I mean, Marco brings up good points here. You know, uh, after uh, the Korean zombies serve, uh, military service, he's mm-hmm. he has looked pretty good. Um, yep. And now he's going ahead and taking on Frankie Edgar in short notice for Frankie mm-hmm. Edgar. Uh, and, you know, old man Edgar is not, uh, you know, been, <laughs> he's been in some wars. Uh, what do you got going on here, Pam, in the main event of uh, UFC on ESPN plus 23? You know, I don't like doing that, but that's okay. how it's the mainstream well, likes it. Well, first of not to sound uh, biased, but. I'm pretty pissed off at Frankie right now because he pulled out of the fight that I just bought tickets to. So, anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah. he's so, filling in. Well, okay, whatever. He's Somebody not saving a main event, it. Pammy? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, no. Um, you know what? This is a good fight. Uh, Frankie no, I get it. I walk. get it. I get it. Well, yeah, you know, because I'm like, okay, so now our card's fucked. But... Maybe Brian Ortega will fill on on that card. It'd be like, oh, how would you like that? Mm. Exactly. Oh, that would be mm-hmm. nice because I got some good seats. But uh, right. anyway, so you have um, Frankie Edgar, boxing, wrestling, uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, cardio. He's a very resilient, uh, very resilient, can take a hit, can take a punch, can take anything you throw at him. Uh, you're looking at Chen Sung Young. Yeah. What did you say, cream of someone? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> hot keto. Maybe let's not go there. One, I know, I know. There's something anyway, so hot, <laughs> so hot keto, uh, kickboxing, taekwondo, judo. Fuck you, Marco. Uh, so these guys, both of these guys are very, 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 very extremely talented. Uh, Young has a 72-inch reach versus Frankie's 68-inch reach. Uh my concern about Frankie is it is a short notice. It's a yeah. very long flight to Cor- or to South Carolina. And yeah. he's been training Lucky for a different man. fight in general. So right there, I think there's a little bit uh three strikes against him. So I'm going with um, Korean Zombie. And, I, okay, drum roll, I am going with a decision. How about that? Okay. So exactly the same as what Marco just uh, picked. Jamie can uh, finish, man. 
I, I, I think I, 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 that's my, I think that's the first time I've ever picked a decision, isn't it? Give me a decision. You know. Well, I was looking at this, you know, and um, I was going to, you know, uh, Young is, uh, his bread and butter is submissions. Frankie has never lost by a submission, so it's kind of, yeah. mm, you know, kind of weird to, to go that route. So I had to go, I had to go a decision. Yeah, no, no you know, worries. I mean, guys, guys, uh, okay, go both ahead. Both of these guys have losses to Aldo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I was just, I was just saying because uh, I was just giving you the gears because as you guys have been doing since the beginning of the show, you have been giving mm-hmm. me the gears. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> we're just going to have to call uh, the the South Korean zombie, uh, you know, South Carolina zombie from now on on this particular show. DJ Tony, um, what do you got going on here, man? The odds are pretty close, I think, uh, in this one. You know, you've got Frankie Egger, who, as Pam was saying, you know, was preparing for another fight, you know, another fight uh, near her, and, and she's very upset about that. But uh, do you think he, that Frankie Edgar, old man Edgar, has what he what it takes to take out the, the Korean zombie? Here's the thing, Proteus. I think yeah, we all, everyone loves Frankie Edgar. Everyone does, right? So I don't want to sell him uh, short. Oh, my gosh. Okay, never mind. Congratulations. Okay. The Congratulations. Is, keep looking at the zombie, the Korean zombie, Chang Sung Jung, as the zombie before he went to the service, right, which was finishing sure. fighters, et cetera. He hasn't been like that since he came back. I mean, he did obviously TKO Dennis Bermudez. He might have TKO'd himself on that one. Obviously <laughs> lost in Yair, but did TKO Hanato Moicano. Honestly, I'm going to tell you guys. Yep. So if it's a five-round fight, I think this is a big ass for Frankie Edgar. Not joking. I think it's a big ass, no pun intended. I'm going with uh, the zombie. He's going to finish Frankie Edgar via TKO. I think he does it early in the third Third round, TKO, the zombie. All right. No, I think you guys are, are right here. I think, you know, uh, Chan Sung Jung, number six in the division against Frankie Edgar, number four in the division. Yeah. Pam, I think you're right here. I think Frankie was definitely uh, um, preparing for another fight. Um, and, and like you said, uh, um, as we saw against T-City, you know, maybe Frankie Edgar gets, uh, you know, some kind of um, spectacular knockout uh, via Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie. I'm also going to take the zombie, uh, guys. I think I'm going to take him probably in the TK, a TKO, KO in the fourth, uh, DJ Tony. Uh, I think this one's going to, I think, I mean, I, I never, I never ever want to ever um, take Frankie Edgar. Edgar out of this fight, but I think the travel, um, you know, the media week, everything's going to take it a, a little bit out of Frankie Edgar because, you know, he was not preparing for this fight. He was preparing for another fight. And uh, I, I think that, you know, when you go in against a killer like the, the, the zombie, you got to be ready. Marco? Just to be fair, Korean zombie also was preparing for another fight with Brian Ortega. Of course, of course. Stuff. But, but he doesn't have to travel. He doesn't have to travel, right? I mean, he's me, in fucking Korea. For me, the key factor is that Frankie was cutting to be a 135-er. Yeah. And also, good, po- good point. Process, I had to regain weight for this fight. You know? Uh, and that is yep. why, like, the, the, the whole thing is uncomfortable for me, plus the travel time and all the stuff. All those factors are, like, a little bit of a negative for me. If Frankie proved a wrong, right. 
so be it. But for me, it's a Korean soba for now. We're swiftly running now, out of time in this flight? show. Isn't that like sorry, a 20-hour flight? Something insane? Yeah, Pam, I got to cut you off. I'm sorry. We're swiftly oh. running out of time in this show. Uh, let's get to the co-main event. DJ Tony, cue that music. Number eight, Vulcan No Time Ozdemir against uh, Alexander Reddick. Number 10 in the division. Uh, he has no nickname. He's got some fucking tattoos on him, though. All right, so, Pammy, let's throw to you what you got mm-hmm. going on here in the co-main event. Let me give you the updated odds. Let me give you the odds okay. that Tony gave us first. Tony's odds were plus 130 for uh, Vulcan Ozdemir. Uh, and Alexander Reddick at a minus 150. The updated odds right now are Reddick at a minus 145, Pam, still. And Vulcan yep. Ozdemir at a plus 125. Can you believe it? What you got? Well, I actually, mm, that sounds, I mean, that sounds right about me. That, that sounds just about right for me. Uh, we're talking, we were looking at uh, Vulcan Ozdemir, 16 and 4, uh, kickboxing, uh, jujitsu. Uh, he's 30 years old, 6'1", 75-inch reach, got 12 KOs under his belt. 12 KOs, one sub three decision versus Alexander Reykik. I don't know how you say his last name. He's 12 and 1. And believe it or not, I couldn't find any information on this guy. I don't know what he does, uh, but he Who is... Who the fuck is this guy, right? Right. He's a young bucket, 27, 6'3", with a 78-inch reach. His uh, last two wins... Or by first said. round TKO, um, and you know what? I, I'm before you even read those odds to me. I had already picked yeah. him. I had already picked him to win. Um, Alexander Rasik, if that's how you say his name. I, you know, I'm gonna make it a. I'm, let's go with the first round TKO. Oh wow! Really? Yep. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's it's pretty much, Marco, it's pretty much uh, Switzerland versus Austria crime. So that's the same. That's in the same area. Uh, uh, Marco, let's throw to you. I don't know. If, uh, we don't know a lot about Ray Kick right now. I mean, <clears throat> he's 12 and one in in the in his professional record. Uh, he, he hasn't been on my radar. I don't know if, uh, you know, we throw him up against no time. He's going to get the win. What are you thinking, brother? Uh, Alexander Rakesh has been on my radar, and the guy is a Yeah, Maniwa. Yeah, I mean, but well, I mean. Do not, do not sell this guy short. He is a hot prospect. He got very quick cast. He got knockout power. And uh, I think that this fight makes sense, you know. Uh, Ozemir okay. has his chance. He got his title shot. He got his run. Uh, this fight, this fight, fight gets predicated on who gets, uh, who goes first, you know. But they both got knockout power. They got both uh, very talented kickboxers. But I think Braddock is a little bit better. And okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Braddock, Alexander Braddock. But I can't say he's freaking Latin. I'm gonna have to learn it because believe me, you're gonna be hearing from this guy. He's making a lot of noise in Europe, and I think he's make, gonna make a lot of noise on Saturday. So give me a right-click knockout on the second round. All right, second round KO. So, or, uh, DJ Tony, 
you know, Marcos kind of. He's fighting John Jones next, and that was a split decision. Yeah. I don't see Volkan Ozdemir losing to uh, Rackage, so I'm picking uh, Volkan Ozdemir. Uh, second round TKO late in the second, just like he did uh, Queen Latifi. Second round TKO, <laughs> uh, Volkan Ozdemir. All right, guys. <clears throat> Look, I think the, you guys are all saying, you know, really good points. I think that this one is going to come down to, uh, and I'm going to be kind of controversial here again. I think this one is going to be a no contest. Not a no contest. Sorry, I said that wrong. I think this this one's going to be a tie. I think that these guys are going to go the distance. I think everybody's going to get uh, the opportunity to do their things. But I think that... Ozdemir is not going to want to, you know, uh, give up uh, against the younger, maybe more talented fighter who has that knockout power that, you know, Ozdemir's name is, his nickname is No Time. I think these guys are going to, you know, kind of keep away from each other. They've got, both got big power. I think this is going to be an, uh, a draw. I know that's not very exciting, but that's what I'm saying. Look at you trying to pull a Pam. Look at you trying to pull a Pam. I know. Be original. I apologize. <laughs> I think we've seen a couple of draws in the past couple of weeks, guys. Have we not? I think that maybe mm-hmm. this is kind of something that we're going to see moving forward. Um, but Ozemir By the way, uh, sorry, sorry Proteus, give me one second. Yeah. Sorry, give me one second. Are we burying the lead on this? But has Pam seen what Alexander Rakic looks like? Because I don't think she's she's even asked for Pony. Oh, no, I've seen what he looks like. I've Look seen at them this. abs. Ouch. Six-pack. I've ever seen it. I've got, you know what, let me tell you something that's like really funny, because I was gone all week. I have right now, I've got in here, I've got Carlos, I've got Baby Godzilla, I've got Matasuki, I've got Leo, and I've got Lucian and Cedric all, all around me like I'm, like, yeah. Well, like you I'm gave a Cedric a pancake this morning, so, I mean, he's... Oh, I know, he still hates me. Yeah. He was hate-eating that pancake this morning. Oh, he just hates me. He's an ass. I get to see my emus tomorrow, so I'll make up for that. Move on, never right on, again. right on. Yeah, I mean, we've just lost the plot on this one. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and uh, get this one done. Um, we got to get into Bellator 236, which, of course, is happening on the same day as uh, the UFC 165. I don't think that it's going to be live because it's probably going to be tape delayed like they do. To the women's flyweight division we go. Limele McFarlane against Kate Jackson. Tony, you have uh, uh, McFarlane at a minus 550, and Kate Jackson coming back at us at plus 225 or 425. Uh, let's go ahead and give these uh, updated odds if I can find them. Here they are. Uh, McFarlane is right now on five dimes at a minus 570. Kate Jackson at a plus 435. Let's start with you, DJ Tony. What you got? I don't think this is going to be a close fight, guys. No offense to no, Kate Jackson. Me neither. Loved her. Loved her, of course, on uh, on Charlie's uh, Angels. Right? 
<laughs> Nothing? Okay. All right. But Alima Lay is a beast, you guys. I mean, she's like a legit star. So with her jujitsu yeah. being as great as it is, Kate Jackson actually is a, a legit. Reminds me a little, I don't know if because she's English, she reminds me of uh, Marco Gearfighter, um, Molly uh, McCann. But they can't beat Alima Lay McFarland. I'm going with Alima Lay McFarland. Uh, second round submission over the great Kate Jackson. You okay? Nothing? Okay. No? Not, never. No. Did we lose Proteus? I guess so. I, I think I surprised Proteus so much that he said, you know what? Forget that. No J- Kate Jackson. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, right, somehow, somehow I got hung up on. <laughs> uh oh. Can you guys hear me now again? I'm back. Yeah, yeah. you are back. You're yeah, back. I, I, that, I totally was. My phone was over here. And anyways, uh, what happened there? You got uh, DJ Tony. Who are you taking? I'm I'm taking Ali Malay, Ali Malay, Ali Malay uh, McFarland, um, second round sub over Kate Jackson. Okay, second round sub. And, of course, uh, you know, <laughs> McFarlane has not lost, right? You know, we have a, her going up against 11-3-1, Kate Jackson. Um, look, I think, DJ Tony, you're right here. This this fight is for uh, McFarlane to win. We're, Bellator is bringing MMA uh, back to Hawaii, two shows in one weekend. Uh, the first show is not very strong, guys. That's why we're not talking about it. Uh, AJ McKee, of course, in this co-main event. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get to that because we are swiftly running out of time. Um, but I'm going to also take uh, McFarland. There's no reason for me to pick against her. Uh, but I am going to actually take a decision on this one, guys. I think that, you know, Kate Jackson is, is going to put wow. up a good fight. Um, the, the crowd is going to have uh, – I mean – I know McFarland has not shown um, any signs of um, breaking under the pressure, but I think that this one, we're going to see that. We're going to see uh, a decision win uh, by McFarland. All right, uh, Pammy, let's throw to you mm-hmm. uh, because we are in the women's division. What you got going on here in the main event of Bellator? Uh, All righty. I like Alima Lay McFarland. I mean, who does not love this woman? She's beautiful. She's right. talented. She's a great champion. Uh, but you know what? I think I, I think we're looking at something kind of weird. Oh, um, okay. Kate Jackson's got six KOs under her belt versus Alima Lay's uh, two. Alima uh, Lay has six submissions versus Kate Jackson. Uh, she has one, but she has never been submitted. This girl is uh, one KO. She, she has a loss by one KO in two decisions. You know what? I'm going to go with the fluke. Okay. KO by Kate Jackson, and then they run it back again, and Alima gets her belt back. But yeah. I'm going to go okay. with the fluke. Kate Jackson, wow. hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go with the second round TKO with Kate Jackson. Okay. This is a fluke. All right, but we're going to see, you're also saying we're going to see the immediate rematch. Okay. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but I'm. All right, Marco. Saying, you, yeah, it's a weird one, but that's what I'm I'm doing. Wow. Sorry, Marco. I, I, finish finish off. Hang on, Marco. Finish off your pick, 
and then go ahead and uh, start, uh, you know, never mind. Finish off your pick. What do you got going on here, brother? Go away from me. I'm so surprised that it wasn't a clean sweep for Alima McFarlane because Bellator or what are we doing? We're just feeding girls to Alima McFarlane, and the odds are actually right. I mean, these are the 6, 11, and 3, but if you see her record, it's who the fuck are you fighting, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The 125 division in Bellator is not that strong. I mean, hurry up and sign Liz Carmouche Bellator because that is a much, much uh, competitive fight with Alima McFarlane. Well, let's talk about that for a second, Marco. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that for a second because we didn't talk about it last week. Uh, you know, uh, Liz Carmouche getting let go whilst she was being, um, you know, adorned uh, with an award uh, by the government. Like, that, it, it seems like a bad look for the UFC, right? Yeah, well, it is what it is, man. They fucked that up. It looked all horrible for them. They fucked it up hard. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Liz Carmouche is probably going to lie in Bellator. And uh, they probably had to make that Alima Lema Fallon. Alima Lema Fallon is going to tool this chick. She's way more talented, way more athletic. And by okay. the third round, she's going to uh, get her back and choke her out. So Alima Lema Fallon, third round, summation with a rear naked choke. But like I said, Bellator, sign Liz Carmouche and make a fight that actually matters. Because you're yeah. just feeding, feeding. I'm not calling Kate Jackson a can, but she's not a quality fighter. Uh, look at her record. She got. People with no Wikipedia pages of that. And that is just the, the point. You can have a great record of the original. I mean, that's Bellator. Though, right? Exactly. And uh, that is a shame because their featherweight division looks more, much more interesting than their flyweight division. And uh, Alima Lema McFarlane deserves better than that. I don't know if you got my, my message that I sent you about uh, Rory Matt going to PFL. Yeah, just, I, I read up on it that, that he's, uh, I guess, Bellator released him and uh, PFL picked him up. With a real, I guess, a, apparently a very lucrative deal. So he says no hard feelings about Bellator, but um, he's moving on. So what happened? He didn't get released. His, his contract was up. And uh, some of the rumors is that he was asking for a lot of money. And Bellator didn't feel like paying that much money. And then the PFL said, come over here. You can win a million dollars on the tournament. Plus, we're going to pay you a shell for every single fight. Good move for him, man. Go make some money. Put a Sean O'Connell. He might not work out because Will Brooks didn't work out for him. But we'll see. Yeah. It's only a one-year contract. The, the PFL contracts are seasonal. So he can try it out for a year, get four or fights on him. At the end of the rent with a billion-dollar uh, freaking pot, uh, he's going to get paid handsomely in between. So good move for Frankie Brody. All right, guys. Well, I hope we uh, covered everything. Uh, it was a bit of a mix-up show, but uh, we'll hopefully iron everything out in the edit. Pammy, um, yep. get a, what do you got? You got a guilty pleasure? You got a Twitter follow? What What's going on? Uh, you know what? Guilty pleasure. Y'all still look at, um, follow, or watch that uh, Righteous Gemstones because it's freaking crazy. What's crazy. Righteous Gemstones? It's a, this crazy. It's a... It's a um, it's a series on HBO about this family of uh, televangelists with the big mega churches, and it follows right. their lives. And I mean, it basically, it makes fun of, of, of that lifestyle and uh, like how hypocritical it is. And it, it's just, it, man, it's just a riot. You got to watch it. All right, DJ Tony, let's go ahead and throw to you. Do you got a guilty pleasure for the well week? Written. Or oh, thank you. 
Uh, do you got a guilty pleasure of the week, or do you got a Twitter follow? What you got for us this week, DJ Tony? I have a guilty pleasure of the month. I've been watching the impeachment process. Boy, that's interesting. I'll tell you, I never really paid much attention to it when I was uh, younger, when the Clinton went through it. But boy, I'll tell you, this is uh, interesting. Uh, but and listen, one thing you got to follow, follow Alejandra, <laughs> uh, not joking, Alejandra Lara. You want her at Aleja Azul. Uh, but interesting facts before we leave, uh, by the way, guys, and we kind of buried this, but the UFC or the ESPN or whomever it is has raised the pay-per-view price again, another five yep. bucks. So uh, how about that? Surprise. How surprise. much? Motherfuckers. And no surprise. $5. Yeah, I mean, listen, we knew this was going to happen. Um, I think that, uh, as I mentioned previously, DJ Tony, I think that this ESPN uh, pay-per-view thing is not working out well. I don't think it's going to work out well, but whatever. Uh, they're raising the price. I'm, I haven't paid for one. Have you guys? Every single one of them. Hell yeah, we always pay for our stuff. No, I just haven't watched them. I'm just saying. Yeah, what anyway. do you think we're Mexicans? We pay for our stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead. My, uh, I'm going to give you guys another podcast uh, recommendation this week. Um, my recommendation this week is probably science. That's a podcast. It's called Probably Science. Uh, it's kind of a lighthearted uh, review of, of you know, the week's. Uh, scientific, um, uh, you know, whatever comes up in the the week of uh, in science, and they have a comic view on it. It's kind of like uh, uh, Star Talk Radio, but kind of different. You know, uh, one of the hosts on this particular show has hosted, co-hosted on Star Talk Radio. Uh, very good. Check it out if you'd like. Marco, go ahead and get us out of here for this week, brother. Okay, my guilty pleasure is still the Mandalorian. I am so into Disney oh, Plus, yeah. man. Disney but Plus is baby awesome. Baby Yoda, right? Huh? Oh. Baby Yoda? Yeah, no, no, there's baby no Baby Yoda. Yoda. That's the name. It's, it's not? <laughs> no, I'm joking. The nickname is Baby Yoda. Yes, it is. The Mandalorian. Everybody loves that show. I love that show. I watch it every week. I can't wait for the next one. Follow Tony Tiki Tony. Follow Pan and Pandora Box. Follow me at Maldo Marco. Never review us. We are on Plato Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, but everywhere. Uh, last freaking USC event of the year from South Carolina, Korea. Oh, wait, that's South Korea. <laughs> Korea South Korea. Well the Super Boy. <laughs> Ozemir. It's going to be fun. Uh, Bellator is going to be Bellator. Bellator's gonna do Bellator. We're gonna lead you guys. Catch you guys on the next show. Enjoy the fights. And I just wanted to say Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy, uh, what's the Jewish holiday, anybody? Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Because that's our... Yule. Blessed Yule. That's exactly it. Happy, happy holidays, everyone. And we will see you when you... We see you. And just like that, Tammy, we're out of here. Bye. Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.
Tim.